0: Praise the Lord, church. Such a wonderful atmosphere in this place and a midweek service. I don't know about you all, but I very much look forward to Tuesday night services. Amen. Just something about coming together during that midweek. I know we all have busy lives. We all work. We all have many things that we are responsible for, but there's just something to be said about setting time aside for the Lord. Amen. I want to turn your attention just for a, a quick moment to Luke chapter 17, verses 11 through 19. I don't know about y'all, but you ever have that friend or that brother or sister when you were a kid that always said, I'm going to tell on you. Ever have that? I don't know if y'all did, but I, I had a sister, and boy, she could uh, she could tattle on, on the best of them. And then uh, as I grew up and got married, my wife kind of turned out a little bit like that. She's not here, so I can pick on her for a moment. <laughs> I'm going to tell on you, well, good. And what really gets her going was she goes, you know what, now I'm just going to go talk to Jesus about you. And I said, thank you, I need that. But uh, fortunately for my sister, she wasn't able to do that. But my, I love it when my wife says, I'm going to tell on you, amen. And it says in chapter 17 of Luke, verse 11, And it came to pass, he went to Jerusalem, and they passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. And as he entered into a certain village, there met him ten lepers, that were lepers, which stood afar off. And they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy upon us. And when he saw them, he said unto them, Go, show thyselves unto the priest. And it came to pass that as they went, they were cleansed. And one of them which he saw that he was healed, turned back and with a loud voice glorified God. And he fell down at his fa- he fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks, as he was a Samaritan. And Jesus answering and said, Were well, there are not ten cleansed? But where are the nine? They're not found. Excuse me, it says, They are not found that return to give glory to God, save this stranger. And he said unto him, Arise, go thy way, thy faith hath made thee whole. If I could just have a second to talk about thankfulness. And I know that there's a lot of scholars and folks that that believe that this verse in this setting is, is contributing to thankfulness. But we see here where the Samaritan man went beyond his thankfulness. He went beyond receiving a gift. He got something he was happy. Just like most of us, we get a present, someone gives us something we're thankful, or we're happy to receive something. But he went beyond that when he fell at the feet of Jesus. And he pushed on and there was something that was stirred up in his soul that said to himself, I have to go beyond just being thankful. I have to stay here. And we read there that Jesus said, You're healed. Not only in that moment was he healed of his leprosy, but God healed him of everything that was going on in his life because he stayed with Jesus. And to take that one step further, I, w- I was talking with a good friend of mine the other day, and, and I didn't see this. I was so caught up in, in the Lord showing me the thankfulness portion and, and staying with Jesus and getting more than just the healing. Jesus said, go show thy to thy priest, Right? This man was a Samaritan. He didn't have a priest. So we see here where he fell down, where? At the feet of Jesus Christ. Because Jesus Christ is our high priest. He had a place to go and he recognized that. And he listened to the call of God. And I just want to plant that seed in our minds this evening that if we're thankful and we move beyond the emotional gratitude or feeling of that, and we stay with Jesus Christ, that there's so much more beyond the healing that we can achieve. There's so much more if we dig deeper where we can get to if we just stay with God. Amen? Let's just think about that. Worship with us, church.
1: the Lord, praise the Lord, there it is, hallelujah, hallelujah, praise God, God is so good, I'm very thankful for the, for the mind of God, hallelujah, uh, brother Joe, thank you for, uh, for having the, the mind of God and for leading the service, uh, I appreciate you very much. Appreciate the song that Sister Mumford sang. It's very it's very encouraging to know when you do everything that you can and stuff and you try and get the mind of the Lord and, and what way do you want to go, Lord? How do you want how do you wanna proceed? How do you wanna to to go? God puts it upon your heart something in the word. <clears throat> uh, I believe we are I believe we're uh, uh, we're having uh youth service tonight, so I'm gonna go ahead and dismiss the youth real quick. Praise the Lord. Can you say hallelujah? hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. If I can, I want to go ahead and take you to uh Psalm Chapter or Psalm eight verse one through six. Psalm eight verses one through six. If you could read with me, if if, if you haven't, go ahead and say Amen. Praise the Lord. Psalm eight verses one through six says this: "O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is Thy name in all the earth! Who has set Thy glory above the heavens? Out of the mouth of babes and sucklings Thou hast." Hast thou ordained strength because of thine enemies, that thou lightest, still the word, I'm sorry, still, auto-correct, you got to love auto-correct, folks. (laughs) Uh, The enemy and the avenger, when I consider the heavens, the work of thy fingers, and the moon and the stars, which thou hast ordained, what is man that thou art mindful of him? For thou hast made him a little lower than the angels, and hast crowned him with glory and honor. Thou madest him to have dominion over the works of thy hands. Thou hast put all things under his feet. Everybody everybody say, "under under my feet. Praise the Lord. You may be seated. Forgive me just a second. I didn't bring a kerchief tonight. I'm going to read this to you again real quick, out of the mouth of babes of sucklings thou hast ordained strength because of thine enemies thou hast, uh, where's my phone at? give me just a second church, I know it seems I'm a little bit un, unheaval and stuff, I just want to make sure I'm getting this word the correct way, I'm reading it to you the correct way. Mightest still the enemy and the avenger. Mightest still, I don't know why that's actually come across that way, but praise God. So the word "still" in here is defined as, as to cause to cease, put an end to, to exterminate, to destroy, to cause to desist from, to remove, to cause to fail, the enemy and the avenger. When I consider the heavens the work of thy fingers, the moon and the stars which thou hast ordained, what is man that thou art mindful of him? For thou hast made him a little lower than the angels and hast crowned him with glory and with honor. Did, did you know that you're crowned, or you're crowned with glory and honor? Amen? Praise God. Praise God. Thou madest him to have dominion, yeah. dominion yeah. over the works of thy hands. You have power. God has put dominion in your hands. You have You have power to do the will of God in your life. Did you know that? Praise God. Thou made us him to have dominion over the works of thy hands. Thou hast put all things, everybody say all things, things. under his feet. Everyone say under my feet one more time. Praise God, praise God. Romans 10 verses 1 through 10 says this. Brethren, my heart's desire and prayer to God for Israel is that they might be saved. For I bear them record that they have a zeal of God, but not according to knowledge. For they, being ignorant of God's righteousness and going about to establish their own righteousness, have not submitted themselves. Submit means to accept or yield to a superior force or to the authority or the will of another person. They have not submitted themselves unto the righteousness of God. They don't want to submit themselves to God. They don't want to do things the way God wants to do it. They want to go ahead and and, and try and bring their own righteousness of how they want to work it, how they want to go ahead and do it. They don't want to. They don't want to listen to the man of God. They don't want to listen to what God has to say. They're going to do things their way. It's just. It's one of those things that it just kind of, you know, it just makes me scratch my head. A why? Why would you want to do things your way when God does things so much better? God. God has has a will and a way for you and for your life if you would only submit yourself to Him. Amen? For Christ is the, is the end of the law for righteousness to everyone that believeth. For Moses describeth the righteousness which is of the law, that the man which doeth those things shall live by them, but the righteousness which is of faith, everybody say faith, faith. speaketh on this wise, say not in thine heart, who shall ascend into heaven? That is to bring Christ down from above, or who shall descend into the deep? That is to bring up Christ again from the dead. But what saith it? The word, the word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth and in thy heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. The word of faith. Everybody say faith. faith. That if if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath Raised him from the dead. Thou shalt be saved. For with the heart the man believeth unto righteousness. Everybody say believeth, believeth. unto righteousness. And with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. So you have to believe it and you have to speak it. Uh, so many times and stuff, we we get to the point where we don't want to uh, we don't want to do things God's way. We want to do it our way. I've already gone over that point, but it comes down to you believing what God is going to do, and then you speaking it out loud. What you say is a a direct thought that comes from your heart. Can anyone say amen? Amen. What you allow to come out of your mouth is what you truly believe in your mind and your thoughts. Let me ask you this. I want you to hear me on this, church. Hear me on this. At what time in your life did you stop believing that God can use you for his purpose? What time? At what time in your life did you stop believing God can use you? When did you allow yourself to believe all the negativity that comes across your path? We have all these problems. Everybody's got problems. We all have these things in life that we go through. Jesus clearly states that it rains on the just and the unjust. It's not not just you going through the problems. Everybody's going through something. Everybody's going through something. Everybody has problems. The car breaks down. You lose your job. You're, You're fighting with... Your spouse or the kids are acting up. They're acting all crazy. All this stuff is going on all around the world. COVID's going on. We're all going crazy because of this COVID mess that's going on. And we find out it's the government actually doing this stuff. All these problems are going on. And we start to believe it, and we start to, it, it, just, it just hits you, and it bombards you, and it goes over and over and over again. And pretty soon, you start believing this mess, and, and you stop believing what God has has done for you. He, did you know He's ordained you to preach the Word of God? He has called you out. So, you know, a lot of times we forget that. We forget that God has called us into a ministry of teaching His Word, of preaching His Word, of taking people from the the very, of of skid row and bringing them out and actually having them understand the Word of God and knowing that a relationship with God, which is built on faith, by the way, your relationship that that you build with God can can increase your life and make you so much uh, more full than, than what you are or what you were in the world. Amen? Problems will always come, and it's how we deal with them that make us either trust in God or believe that the trouble will overwhelm us. A very famous preacher that I, I have come to to know and to love, T.F. Tenney, says this, your faith can move mountains or your fear can build them. It's your choice. It's your choice. You can believe God. You can You can believe it in your mind and actually speak that word out in faith, in faith, in faith. Speak it out in faith. Stop, stop talking to negativity get it out of your mind get it out of your heart get it out of your uh, out of out of your house anybody hello you can, uh, your faith can move mountains or you your fear can build them think about that for just a minute are you going to go ahead and believe the problem or the answer to your problem are you going to take jesus at his word are you going to take the lord at his word he went ahead he put everything under your feet everything is under your feet You don't have to worry about this mess. This this stuff is coming. It's going to come and it's going to go. It's going to be one thing right after another. But I'll tell you what, he's got everything under under control. He's got everything in his hands. He's ordained you to go ahead and preach the gospel. He's ordained you to go forward and and preach his word. Matthew 21, verse 21 says this, Jesus answered and said unto them, Verily I say unto you, if ye have faith and doubt not, let me say that one more time. If you have faith and doubt not, ye shall not only do this, which is done to the fig tree, but also if, ye, if you shall say to this mountain, Be thou removed and be cast into the sea, and be thou cast into the sea, it shall be done. Your problems are, are overtaking you. You're sitting there thinking about it all the time. You're going through it, rolling over your head over and over and over and over again. And pretty soon it just gets to be too much. Did you know that that you're supposed to actually stop thinking about that stuff? You don't need to think about that. You need to start thinking about how good God's been to you, what, what God has, where God has brought you from in your life. Look at the point where you were first brought in the church until where you're at now. Do you remember back when God had, had done all these miracles for you? And I, I don't know about you. I, I think about that every day, or at least I try to. It's when we get our mind off of God, we, we stop seeing the things that God can do in our lives and we stop seeing the miracles that he's done for us in, our, in, in the past that we start believing all this mess that's coming over the, the radio, it's coming over the TV, it's coming over uh, uh, Netflix, and it's coming over uh, you know, the movie house and all these other places. And all it is is it's bringing doubt into you. It's bringing fear into, into the masses of people. Uh, uh, this COVID thing is running rampant. And, and let me tell you something, folks. this I, I honestly believe this stuff is made up. I honestly believe. It. Now, now, what are you saying, Brother George? Are you saying that people aren't actually dying from that? No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that they're taking something and they're making it a fear-mongering technique that is trying to play on people's hearts and people's minds to get you to stop thinking about God, get you to stop thinking about all this stuff. It's pretty hot up here. Be that over Be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea. Get your mind off your problems. Get your mind off your problems. Start clinging into God. Start reading the word of God out loud. Start reading the word of God in your house. Praise God. Having faith doesn't mean that you you think you yourself can come up with the answer to your own problem. Having faith is not knowing or understanding where the answer is at. But I know it's coming. I know it's coming. Everybody say, I know it's coming. I put my faith in you, Lord, to do everything that you promised for me. Did you know that you have promises in the Word of God? They're in there, they're in there, they're in there, they're in there. Did you know that that God wants you to search out those things? That's why you got to open up your Bible. Hello, right. you know, you need to, you need to turn off that radio show. Okay, Lord, I get it. You need you need to turn off the TV, turn off everything. Get get to a place where it's just you and Jesus. And open up that Bible, start cracking that Bible up and start looking for the promises of God and find out what God has for you, how God's going to move in your life, how He's going to minister through you. Hallelujah. If you have faith and doubt not, doubt not. If you have faith and doubt not, church, the implication here is doubt means you're thinking about this situation and trying to work it out on your own. Right. On your own. You're doing it. You, I got this, Jesus. I, I got it. You know, I, I I know that you're the King of Glory. I know that you're the Lord. You're the supreme ruler, God. You got everything under control and stuff. But I, I'll take care of this one myself. And when we do that, it all everything always, always, always. At least in my own life, I can I can testify this. It always comes. It, it comes down to it. It could have been so much better if I would just allow God to. If I had just taken myself out of this situation, if I just said, you know what, Lord, I'm I, I'm sorry for even getting in, involved in that. I'm sorry for actually even thinking the wrong things, and, and I knew how to fix it, and I tried to fix it. And it just becomes a big jumbled mess. But when you allow God to do it, when you allow God to minister, when you allow God to sit there and work in that situation, you're giving the King of glory His due. Did you know that? Hallelujah. Romans 8. Verse 28 says this, and we know that all things work together for good, for good to them that love God, to them who are called, who are the called according to his purpose. Who's called? You're called. You're called. Everybody in this room, you're you're called. If If you can hear the sound of my voice, you're called. God has called you to do his will according to his purpose. Everyone say, I'm called according to his purpose. Do you believe that? Do you believe that? Well, most times everyone forgets it's Jesus has called us to do his will, not we ourselves. We, we get this mentality that, that uh, you know, well, bless God, I'm going to go ahead and do this and I'm going to do that. And you know what? Slow down just a little bit. Ask the Lord what he wants you to do. Ask the Lord what he wants you to do. Jeremiah 29:11 says this, For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace. Everybody say peace. Peace. peace and not of evil. Give to you an expected end. God is not going to give you turmoil, church. He's not going to. He's going to take it away if you allow him to. But if you if you dabble your little fingers in it, if you try to get in the mix of things when God's trying to work something out, and He is. Are you, are, Lord have mercy. It's when it's oh, I'm this again. If we're if we're If we continue to, to get in God's way and to try and handle our own problems and stuff instead of actually letting the Lord do it, you know what? God God God's not gonna God's not gonna sit there and say no 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 don't do that. You know I'm gonna go ahead and take care. Of you. He's gonna okay take care of it. If that's what you want to do, if you want to do it your way, you go ahead. You go right you go right ahead. God's a gentleman, folks, and he is not gonna sit there and tell you no 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 no. no. He'll, he'll plead with you and he'll try and say you know you know what I think I can take care of this. You know I created the heaven, I created the earth. You know, heaven is, heaven is my throne, earth is my footstool. I think I can take care of this problem if you allow me to. But it, it, it's in our mind and stuff. Well, you know, we, we want to take care of these problems ourselves. We want to show God, well, you know, I, I, I can do this. God, I can do this. God doesn't need you to take care of that stuff. God needs you to go ahead and let him take care of it. Because when you allow him to take care of it, it's resolved. Everything's done right. Everything's done fine. But when we go ahead and we try and middle get in the middle of things, it's when it messes up. Amen? Now, if God has thoughts towards you, church, if he has crowned you with glory and with honor, if he has made you to have dominion over the works of his hands and put all things under your feet, why are we disagreeing with him? Why? Why are we disagreeing with him? Why is it that we continually speak things in a negative light? Eventually, either faith or doubt will come out of your mouth. Faith? I know God's going to do things. I know God's going to work in my life. I know God's got everything under, under control. Or doubt, man. I don't know what I'm going to do. I, I I don't know about this situation. I don't I don't I don't know how this is going to work out in my life. I I, I wonder about some people sometimes. And, and and don't get me wrong, church. I'm not pointing fingers at anybody. I'm not saying, oh my gosh, you know that person is just evil and wicked and everything. It's, no no no. When we when we sit there and speak negativity all the time, you know people are dying over here, and and you know, I don't understand what God's doing. And, and and let me tell you something. He's still God. He's still on the throne. It doesn't matter what you think. All you need to actually start thinking is, God, thank you, Lord, for being on the throne. Thank you for working everything out, Lord. I know everything's going to work out, God, for my good. Because it's according to your purpose. But what we do instead is is we we go over the negativity and we speak it out loud. And and, and, and that's, I I heard a preacher and stuff the other day. He was sitting there, uh, he was saying how that, he was, in, he was in a service and felt the spirit of the Lord come down, and, and he, he spoke something in a negative way, and he said it was so incredible, and he said he instantaneously felt, felt the angels that were around stuff just start backing off, just start, just start going, going away and stuff, and he, he recognized it right there, what he did. He recognized it right then and there. I spoke negativity. I spoke doubt. God doesn't want to. We're not meant to actually go and speak that stuff out loud. You don't need to have uh, doubt in your heart towards God. God's, God's a ruler. God's your daddy. God's going to take care of everything. Amen? Amen? So when you start speaking that doubt, you, you you put you put chains on the Lord. You block him out from actually doing anything in your life that's worthwhile. Amen? You're either going to believe God for what he has said about you, or you're going to go ahead and continue to have doubt and believe the enemy. That's just, That's just the way it is. It's just the way it is. It's black and it's white. It, it, you're either, either going to go on this side of the fence, or you're going to go on the other. It, it, you're not going to stay on top of the fence. Now, how can I not speak doubting, Brother George? How can I not continue in what I've always done? I've always done this and stuff. I, I, I didn't recognize I was doing it. I was just, I was just saying something out, out out loud and stuff, and I didn't really mean it. I understand that. I understand that. I've done it. I've done it. I've done it. I, I recognize that I've done it so many times in my life. And, you know, sit there and say, "Well, man, that that's incredible." Or God, I, you know, I can't understand how, how you can do something like that. Let me tell you something. That's still speaking negativity. That's still saying, God, I don't know what you're doing. I and I, I don't, I don't recognize that. I don't, I don't accept that. But when we say things like, God, I know you're working in our lives. God, I know that you're, you're, you're ministering to people. I know God's got something special for you. I know God's got a, a ministry for you. I know God's going to heal people. I know God's going to save people off the street. I know people are going to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of their sins, receive, receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost, speaking in other tongues. Hallelujah. I know God's going to do this. Speak faith. Speak faith. Speak faith. Don't sit there and speak that negativity. Get that, get that trash out of your mind. You don't need to be thinking about that. Open up your Bible. Start reading your Bible. Praise God. How am I going to do this, Brother George? How am I going to do this? Well, The Bible says this, Out of the mouths of babes and sucklings thou hast ordained strength. Out of the mouth of babes, Brother George? What do you mean? Let me tell you something. When you first came into church, there was nothing God couldn't do. There was nothing God couldn't do, and you knew it, and you felt it, and you believed it. What happened, church? What happened? The the cares of this world will sit there and try and crush it. Put a boulder on top of you. You got you got to care about this. You got to care about that. No, 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 no. Uh, uh, no. Hold on a second. World. The Bible says, "Casting your cares upon Him, for He careth for you." I, what does that mean, Brother George? I'm taking everything that that's bothering me. <coughs> Everything that, that's just, it's so tempestuous. Everything that's on my mind, I cast it upon you, Jesus. <coughs> Excuse me. Casting your, your cares upon him, for he careth for you. And you don't let those things get a hold of you. You don't let those things get in your mind and sit there and twist your mind around and, and, and have you start doubting God for the way, what God has done in your life, what God is going to do in your life. Amen. Oh, thank you, brother. Praise God. But you you lift up you lift up the, the name of the Lord. And you do it in faith. You do it in faith. Amen. Amen. Continue by reading what the what the Bible says. Continue to read your Bible out loud in your home. In your home, did anybody hear what I said? I said in your home. <clears throat> Y'all believe that? True biblical faith is a non is non existent where the word of God is not being spoken, taught, or preached. That's by Professor James Littles, Junior, from Urshan Bible College. Uh <clears throat> I, I was I was amazed at at, at, at Brother Littles. I, I was sitting there watching him teach these messages and he, he's phenomenal. You you could I and I know it's a pre recorded and I don't know how many years back and stuff that they did this, but Brother Littles just he started <clears throat> Thank you, brother. He starts he starts teaching all these messages and it's it's I I just wanna say this, it's phenomenal. It's phenomenal some of the things. And you could feel the spirit of the Lord when when he was sitting there teaching these things and <clears throat> You could tell this man is a, is a man of prayer you could tell this man is a man of faith because everything that was coming out of his mouth he was praying over uh, and I know that like I said it's, it's a pre-recorded message and stuff but he was praying over me and and, and I received it I received it I received it and, and, and I'll tell you what is it's beautiful when a man of God understands that he starts speaking things in faith and he knows that God's going to start doing these things God's going to start ministering unto you. God's going to start ministering unto the people. God's going to use you. But how how do we how do we do that? <clears throat> Deuteronomy 6, verse 7 says this. And thou shalt teach them diligently unto thy children, and shalt talk of them when thou sittest in thine house, and when thou walketh by the way, and when thou liest down, and when thou risest up. It's talking about the Shema. Hero Israel, the Lord our God is one. And it starts going down all this stuff. And, and, and what are you going to do? You're going to start teaching your kids this. You're going to start keep teaching your, your kids how, what God's done for them and what God can do. And you're going to start teaching them the word of God. And you're going you're gonna to teach them when, when they rise up in the morning, when you're walking in the way, when you're sitting down to eat, when you're sitting in the way, when you're in a house. You're going to sit there and do all this stuff.
2: <coughs>
1: so in your house, you talk about the word of God. When you're out on the town, you talk about the Word of God. When you lie down and you go to bed, you talk about the Word of God. It's not a fairy tale, folks, that you spew out on Christmas time. This is, the actual, this is life, life-altering stuff here. You start talking about the Word of God, and I guarantee you that faith will start becoming bigger to you. God is going to be bigger than your obstacles, than all your fears and your doubts. It's been said desire will find a way. Desire will find a way, but a lack of desire will find an excuse. Are we throwing up excuses to why we can't do things for God? Are we throwing up excuses why God, God can't use us? Are we saying, you know what, Lord? I I know that I know that You died for me, and I understand all that, and I, and I think it's great, and yeah, you know, I believe in stuff, but you know, I don't, I don't really think that You can use me because I, I've messed up so much. Pastor Todd and Austin message a couple days ago, and it it spoke to my heart, and it just it 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 just it just got a hold of me, and I, I couldn't. I couldn't stop thinking about it. I couldn't stop. Uh, you know, I felt the Spirit of the Lord come, come down and said, yeah, <clears throat> you messed up all those years ago and stuff. And, and and you did things wrong and everything else. But that stuff's in the past. That stuff is done. It's over with. You're not going to sit there and rehash this stuff anymore. It's done, son. Let it alone. Let it alone. I don't remember that mess anymore anyway. Praise God. Stop making excuses, church. Stop making excuses. There is there is time. There is time to do things. <clears throat> we do time to, uh, we do have time to actually go ahead and pray we do time have time to actually go ahead and serve the lord we do have time to teach that bible study we do have time to actually go ahead and and call somebody up and tell them how much we love them praise god hebrews 2 verses 1 through 4 therefore we ought to give the more earnest heed to the things which we have learned or excuse me have heard lest at any time we should let them slip for if the word spoken by angels was steadfast and every transgression and disobedience received a just recompense of a reward. How shall we escape? How shall we escape if we neglect so great salvation, which at the first began to be spoken by the Lord, and was confirmed unto us by them that heard him? God also bearing them witness, both with signs and wonders, and with divers miracles, and. I have autocorrect on my. On my. Uh, and it kind of does this. Give me just a second. God also bearing the witness both with signs and wonders and with divers miracles and gifts of the Holy Ghost according to his own will. According to his own will. It's the will of God for these things to start happening. It's the will of God for for you to actually go ahead and go forth in the name of Jesus and start doing these things. It's the will of God for us to actually go ahead and, and teach according to the Word of God, according to His will. It is the will of God for you to hear the Word of God being spoken out loud in your life, not only in your house, but also along the way. That's why the Bible says faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the Word of God it's not just a it's just not a story that, it's not a book that we pick up every great once in a while folks I'm sorry I don't know what to tell you I don't know how to else to say it and stuff yeah you do need to read your Bible every day it's not something that we pick up every great once in a while you can build up your faith or you can destroy it logic creates order but faith creates miracles church build it up by listening to preaching or teaching stop giving your time up to things that don't cause or, or Things that cause doubt in your life. Turn off the TV. Stop listening to that loud uh, that mouth radio show guy that's only on there to actually go and beat on his own chest. Break out the Holy Ghost radio show. Let faith arise in you and watch the will of God come into play in your life. What can we take away from this, church? Has God spoken to you today? I... I, I only thing I can say is this God had, I, I, I saw something the other day and I, I had I had watched it and, I, and something just kind of got a hold of me I was like, okay Lord are you, are you trying to tell me something about this what, what's the deal and I got done and I, and I turned it off and stuff and then this morning uh, as I was, as I was praying and studying, the Lord brought that to my brought a scripture to me. And it pierced my heart stuff because I knew what the Lord was saying. I don't want you to I don't want you to see that stuff anymore. There are certain things that you don't put in front of your eyes. Because your eyes and your ears are the gateway to your soul. And when you allow things to come into your eyes, it comes into your heart. And then it starts to to go ahead and, and work its way into your life. That that's why we don't we don't listen to certain things. We don't listen to, to false teachings. We don't sit there and watch things that we shouldn't be watching, Amen. And I'm not, I'm not pointing fingers at anybody. I, please don't, don't think that. I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to, uh, to put my conviction on anybody. I'm just saying this is what the Word of God says. Let's stand, Father, as, as we have come before you, Lord, to glorify your name. Lord, we want to thank you, God, for the word that you've given us tonight. We want to thank you, Lord, that you are working in our lives. God, we do believe your word. We understand, God, that you're working in our lives, God. And we're we are going to actually go ahead and allow you to, to work and to minister, Father. We ask in Jesus' name that you touch each and every heart here tonight, God. Let the word of God that was that was given us to us today, Lord, let it let it move upon us, God. Give us the ear to hear your word and to retain it, God. Not just let it go in one ear and